Welcome back to Wed Locked and Loaded. Wed, 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 locked and loaded. You women. Do not lump us all in one category. You know so you girls, so you girls. And lie and stress the truth. You and try girls. to get us jammed up. First of all, I'm a whole ass woman, right? Think about no that. No disrespect. Sounds like it to me. So why can't y'all, why, what is it with men that they just can't walk away? Walk away. Depends how good it is. You don't want to give that away. All right, take two. Chase Louise, technology is like something else. Um, greetings, everyone. Wet, locked, and loaded. New episode. I am Daniel Laurent. Um, I'm solo this coming trip because um, my better half is actually away on vacation. Lucky her. And, you know, I'm here uh, mowing a lawn, changing diapers, watching the kids. Um, going grocery shopping, uh, you know, rearranging the closet, washing the clothes, uh, you know, fixing the, uh, the sink, um, installing shelves and, you know, just other things. So, you know, lucky her, good for her. And, um, you know, it is what it is. So, um, so this episode, what I wanted to do was basically have a conversation with the men because there's some questions that I was sent and I thought it might be kind of cool to just kind of have, have guy talk. Um, obviously women are encouraged to listen. Um, but you know, I wanted to answer some of these questions. And so the questions came in, there's only, there's a couple, um, but I'm making an executive decision that I'm not going to share uh, any information, you know, name, um, location, things like that. I'm just going to make them all, um, anonymous. I think that's just, uh, for the greater good. So I'm gonna make that executive decision. So, um, the first question, I am trying to stay with my girl of six years. She had an entanglement with my roommate, but it was before the pandemic and she is remorseful, but it's hard to forgive. What do you think? I think, that you know something like this it comes to mind like the movie best man when morris chestnut is like saying his vows and in the middle is saying each word he hears like uh in the background so you know (laughs) that always um that's tough and i think you know there's a very long-winded answer i i think that just bottom line man guys handle um our women you know, not to sound like a caveman, like our property and, you know, beating our chest, like my woman, my woman. But I think we tend to look at um, our partners being interested in someone else or being with someone else just differently. And guys oftentimes are given um, grace and forgiveness and allowed to, you know, make missteps. And women aren't necessarily given that same grace. With that being said, I think that you have to look within yourself if you are able to not forget, but forgive. You recognize change behavior. You recognize that she is actually putting in the work and doing the work. And there is work to regain that trust. You know, it's not often fair. You know, you often feel like you're a punching bag because you're constantly trying to prove that you are not that person, you had a misstep, you you made a mistake, you know, and you feel like the person is constantly ragging on you. But 
if she is willing to make that commitment of going through that gauntlet, you know, and you are willing to um, see that process through, then I think that's what it is. But what I do think is unfair when, you know, people either uh, verbally or non-verbally kind of make an agreement that you're going to see through it. And then it constantly is an issue and constantly something where it's a barrier. You know, I think that it's a lot of fighting. It's a lot of not fighting literally, but I think it's a lot of internal fighting just because you feel something on a particular morning. It may not be for you to share that with your spouse. If you wake up in the morning, you had a bad dream or you see a TV show that you like watching and it triggers something. It's not necessarily the time for you to take that opportunity and like share that with your person to kind of make them feel, you know, the the pain you felt when you had that thought and that trigger. You know, I think those type of things have to be super intentional from the other person in order for that really to, to work. Um, so that's, you know, that's tough. Um, I, I don't believe when questions like these are asked to like radio shows or podcasts or, um, you know, columnists and things like that. I don't think people take what advice is given, you know, to a T. I think it's just a matter of getting a perspective. So hopefully I was able to provide some sort of perspective um, and insight in that regards. I think it's work either way. If the person is worth it, then you know, give it a shot and fight for it and really give it a go. I think life is hard. I think we're in a recession, you know, it's COVID, there's monkeypox, there's people being murdered, there's people dying of ailments, there's people being diagnosed with stuff. I, You know, life is hard. And so any um, opportunity that you have to have some happiness and some joy you know, I encourage and implore you to do that. You know, if you're with a person that is more times than not, not causing you to have joy and bliss, then I think that needs to be reassessed, you know? So that's my answer for that. Um, Next question is, my girl recently brought a rose and she uses it day and night, it seems. I'm not usually into toys, and I think it's suspect. Not my thing. <laughs> what do you think? Um, so, the good old Rose. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I think that how toys are introduced in your relationship and in the bedroom is important to how it's uh, received. I think, um, I also think depending on your sexual, um, exploration, your openness, um, can dictate how you perceive any toys in the bedroom. Um, I think guys tend to think in extremes. I myself, you know, I I do that also. Not in this case, but like I think in extremes in a sense of like, um, you know, a guy can think 
you know, bringing a toy in a bedroom is, you know, a 12 inch dildo that she's trying to like stick in your ass. And that's not that that's not what what is being said at all. Right. Um, even if it's something where it's a, um, a tickler or if it's like. Uh, um, like the the what's the thing? Like the the little um the little wand that has like the stuff on the end where basically you can do like light spanking, you know. So it's kind of like it's hard to describe, and kind of like I can't describe it at the moment. But you know, something like that. That is, those are used to be as tools, you know, to enhance the job. You know, it's tools in the toolbox that's used to enhance the job. Um, you know, and having those conversations beforehand is important to know your spouse. Like some people, some women don't like lube, don't like the thought of it, don't like the feel of it, don't like it inside them, don't like it around them. So for you to just kind of introduce lube and, and, and squirt it all, you know, so you're going to you're going to ruin everything. So I think having those conversations prior uh, are paramount. And then also, you know, it, again, man, it's used to be something to add spice and dynamic. So whether it's a, a, a cock ring, it's a sleeve for you, it's a, a bullet, it's a rose, it's a, a wand, you know, like any of those things are meant to enhance. So you know, I think, um, also it might be a generational thing where like, I feel like if you're 47 and up, you probably are not, unless you already like were, were super open and free, um, back in the days and all throughout your life. But I think like 47 and up, you know, certainly like fifties, as far as guys, I think they're not so open to, um, sex toys and, you know, they, they, they're not like, that's not their bag. Um, you know, I have no data to support that, but, you know, some of the conversations that I've had, um, in the past, people are just, that's, that's not their bag at all. Um, so let's see, uh, my girl smokes cigarettes and I don't, we have been dating for six months and she hit it at first, but now that I know it's really difficult to overlook it and the smell is driving me crazy. So for me, that would be a hard no. Um, and I feel like I would have noticed that prior. Um, you know, it's tough if that's what a person does because it's a habit, right? And, you know, you can use the, 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 um, I was going to say algorithm. You can use the, um, ultimatum. You can use that approach. You know, those don't typically work well, but, um, you know, smokers and non-smokers are, are, are an interesting dynamic, you know, and there's certainly a lot of those dynamics with people who are smoking weed and those who don't smoke. And so just that smell. And, you know, if you don't smoke and you like to kiss and your person is constantly smoking, like that's a problem. And the person who smokes typically, in my opinion, 
again, I don't have any evidence. I think the typical attitude is, well, you know, what's up? What you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, hmm, you know, for me, if that was my thing and Leah wasn't into that, I would make it a point of like I would do that before I came home. So I had some time, you know what I'm saying? So it's not so fresh. I would brush my teeth. I would try and explore different um, mouthwashes. You know what I mean? To try to like appease and like and, and curb that. Um, I get the sense from a lot of people I know who do smoke. It just kind of is what it is. So whether you smell it on their clothes, you smell it in their car, you smell it in their house, you smell it on their breath. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, cigarettes, um, for me, uh, if my lady was cigarette smoker, that would be a hard no. That would be a pass. And thankfully, I'm not um, dealing with that. All right, so I am faithful, but sometimes I get thoughts and want to veer off. I know my lady believes I should never, but I think it's normal to imagine and lust. What do you think? Um, I tend to agree that it's it's um a normal thing. I think that thinking and imagining, you know, um. I think is a normal thing that that I would think more people do than not. However, you know, exploring or coming home and sharing with your partner, I think turns into a different situation and it's unnecessary. Right. So I don't need Leah coming home and sharing like, oh, I've seen this dude. I wonder if you, you know, like I don't you can you can leave that information in the car. Right. Like that that. Ignorance is bliss in essence. I didn't need to have that information. I didn't need that little tidbit. So, um, and the same for me when it comes to like, if I see somebody, you know, now with that being said, like, I don't, um, you know, some people feel like watching porn is wrong if you're in a relationship. I, I don't, I disagree with that. Um, because, you know, I, I don't feel like you love your person any less if you are slightly entertained by someone else right now. If you ask that in a room full of 10 couples, you know, you may get 10 different answers. Right. But for me, I, I don't feel like that's a bad thing. Again, it doesn't need to. Be, now, there's different levels to it. If when you're with your your partner, and you are fantasizing and imagining that other person while you're with your partner. Um, that could be problematic. Um, if you are going to bed and touching yourself and thinking about that person, that can be problematic. Um, but, you know, I, I think that um, I don't think it's 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 an awful thing to happen. I think it's probably more normal than what people talk about and again i think it's just one of those things we don't really talk about it that's all so that's my take on that um let's see what do we have what do we have what do we have baby okay so this is pretty long um let's see if it 
So I have three girlfriends and one knows about the other two, but the others are not in the know. I am gaining more feelings for one of the two and am looking to end and fully commit to her. Should I tell her what has been happening the whole time or leave that out? Also, the one who knows about the other two, I'm afraid may be malicious and blow me up to her if I end it with her. What do you think? Um, I think I understand what is happening. Um, that is definitely a pickle and that sucks. And, um, I think if there's no investment already in the sense of children involved, uh, mortgage being split, rent being split, utilities and, you know, each other's names, I think before starting with the person that you want to commit to, I would just kind of come clean. You might find a better way of phrasing it instead of just saying it flat out. And it's not a matter of lying, but like you might be able to uh, present it a little better. Right. Because to start that way, you're just kind of setting yourself up for more things to be added into that lie bucket. And also, in addition to that, the the girl can just kind of blow you out when you are, you know, going to get ice cream. You come back home all happy and shit and, you know, you got your girl's favorite ice cream and you come home and the house is burnt down. So she never says anything up front, but then eventually kind of just like she's holding that over you. Right. And you're giving her that power of just kind of holding that over you. So for me, um, I think that it's just better to just lay it out on the table, see what happens, hope for the best, and go from there. Now, it's easier said than done because I'm not in it, thankfully. But um, I, I think that that's just a better way to go. I think, you know, if that's who you think you want to lock in with, just say it is, you know, say what it is. I think Leah definitely has mentioned a lot of times about, um, you know, she's definitely in favor of like women dating. Doesn't necessarily have to be sex involved, but women dating multiple people and just really having like a good assessment of, you know, the best person for them. And so I think I, I, I don't think it's the end of the world to break that news. However, it also depends on how your time has been being spent with that person. If they are believing that they are the only one and you are entertaining two other whole people, you know, um, that could be really, really tough and, and, and interesting. Um, so, yeah. Um, all right. So those are the questions. Um. And I saw something earlier this week, actually, Kevin Gates was on a breakfast club and he, um, you know, his interview was very interesting, very entertaining. And, um, you know, there was a couple of clips that I wanted to play and then just kind of comment on. So we're going to insert the first one right now. Everybody feel like that. They just scared to say it. I ain't scared to say it. What is respect for another man's wife? That's another why. Man's I wife. said respectfully. I don't mean respectfully. That's I like said, I'm, said respectfully. I meant it with all due respect. Word. Oh, I, th I think it was. Uh, don't I don't know. even want to have this conversation. Yeah, me neither. But I was just asking. <laughs> of course, if somebody said that about your lady, your queen, you your supposed wife at the time. to. That'll be. That'll feel good. You supposed to fantasize about what I got, nigga. I'm living your dreams every night. 
Yeah, I'm punching dick in her living your dreams. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't want nothing don't nobody else want. So for that, um, you know, do you see a woman who is married to someone else and find them attractive? Absolutely. Well, I'm not going to say. So have I? Absolutely. Um, going down a rabbit hole of like what I would do to the person and this, that, and the third, like I cut myself off from that. Um, and I think it's, it's just, it's kind of wasted energy in my opinion. Right. I, it's just, it's, you know, if I'm doing that with a celebrity and somebody that I'm not going to really bump into is, is one thing to do it in my head but I feel like to put it on record is a different thing. And I certainly feel like that if you are in the presence of someone and you meet someone, you meet their husband and you're like lusting after him. You know, there, there is a, there is a woman, um, who, um, you know, I met before I knew she was married and like, you know, I, I still see her. She is very, very attractive. Um, and, you know, but I don't go down a rabbit hole of like, oh, man, like, I know he ain't I know he ain't doing that right. And I know he ain't. Oh, man, like what I love. Like, I just don't I don't do that. Similar to and people may not get this, but in my mind, you know, this it makes sense to me. Similar to, um, you know, like, say, uh, Lotto, right, the rapper. She's an attractive girl. Definitely be talking that talk, talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but because I know how old she is, it's hard for me to really listen and fully engage in that and certainly ever think of her in sexual ways because my daughter is practically the same age. And for me, like that's, that's not, that's, that's, that's a no, that's a no deal. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even allow myself to go down that rabbit hole and it's, it's conflicting for me to even listen to her in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, I, I think that um, you know, so that's the first part. The other part, him saying like, you know, he wants somebody that people are fantasizing about. You know, I, the fantasizing about, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that part, but like, you know, as of recent, there was a, a a couple of instances, but there was one in particular that happened where a guy was like, oh, man, that's your wife. Oh, man, you're a lucky man. And I knew exactly what that meant. You know what I'm saying? Um, and because of the person it came from um, and me kind of having confidence that Leah's not interested in that, I was like, ah, oh, thank you. Now, if he kept going and kept saying like, damn, man, like, man, like how long you up? And it kept like prying in. Like it probably would have, like we would have had a different conversation. You know what I'm saying? But I think that, you know, having someone who people think is attractive and are showing interest in, it adds to the spice, adds to the dynamic, can add to the introducing of, um, you know, the toys that we talked about, you know, a little earlier. I think that all that stuff is helpful if introduced and handled properly. If not, then it could turn into something else. For me, like I wouldn't want to put a record out like that, you know, naming someone else's wife 
because you don't know what's happening in that household. So it could be a situation where, you know, they're having issues about, you know, who she's communicating with, how she's communicating with that, that said people, um, who keeps showing up every time they go out and they're somehow mysteriously there, you know, what she's wearing and when she posts it and she gets comments and gets emojis and gets DMS and all that. And then you put this thing out, you know what I'm saying? And it, it really wrecks, you know what I'm saying? It, it causes a wreck. So I think I wouldn't want to contribute to that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Um, so that's that. I'll put a button on that. So the next thing that he said, uh, we'll play right here. I love, <laughs> I, I love, I love God and I love my family. And I love the people that love me. Mm-hmm. I'm not walking out here. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to be honest. Absolutely. Since, like, people I don't like, I don't wish no good on them. I hope you I hope you drive down the street and get hit by a car and die. This is why healing is... Uh, like, I like I don't wish good... For, not linear. Healing is, I don't, healing is I linear. Don't, like, I don't wish... Like, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Does he sound like me? I don't <laughs> wish good... Like, I be hearing people say that, man. He hurt you. I wish the best for you. I'm going to say I wish you the best because I'm not going to put no negative energy, but I don't wish no good for you. I don't if, give a fuck. What I don't give a fuck what happened to you. This is why okay. healing isn't a task. It's a practice. You know, Nas had a quote on a line. Um, what, was, what song was that? I think Nas is like, wish you, the, wish you the best even if you wish me the opposite. Sooner or later, we'll all see who a prophet is. Um, I don't necessarily feel like I wish people the best. I mean, there are a couple of people right now in particular that you know, I, 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 I can do without ever seeing or hearing from again. Um, however, excuse me, I don't, um, I don't wish them ill will, but I certainly don't pray for them and don't feel like God bless and don't feel like I hope they find whatever happiness they're searching for. Like, I'm not interested. I'm not going to speak at their funeral. I'm not going to show up to their funeral. I'm not going to donate to a GoFundMe. I'm not going to say rest in peace on my social media page. I'm not going to wear a pen with their face on it. However, I'm not going to cheer if something happens to them. Or if they get diagnosed with cancer, I smile and say that's karma. Like, I'm not doing that either. So I feel, even though it's entertaining, Kevin say like, oh, you know, I hope you get hit by a fucking butt. Like, I'm not putting that energy out. Um, in that type of sense. So, you know, I think it's interesting, though. I think, as Charlemagne said, what the healing is important, you know, and what healing looks like for you is different than healing for someone else. So I just think it's interesting. I just wanted to um, comment on that because I thought that was, you know, I laughed when he said it. But um, so, you know, this was a quick little um, a quick little, you know, 30 clip. um not quite 30 yet, but, you know, by the time I wrap up, it'll probably be exactly 30. But this was just something I wanted to put some new content out. Um, you know, as I said, Leah's away. She's enjoying herself, and I'm happy that she was able to get away. And um, next week, we're actually going to be um, re-airing, so to speak, the conversation that we have with Hassan Ali, a licensed therapist, and we're talking about unpacking and and trauma and um, noticing signs of depression. And it was an awesome conversation. So we're going to air that next week. But I just wanted to kind of inject 
some um some new content into the ecosystem and um you know then the following week we'll have that um conversation and then we'll be back with the shits because you know that's how we do so thank you everyone for listening thank you for sharing liking commenting telling a friend to tell a friend um you know we we appreciate you we appreciate you listening we hope we are adding some conversation and some food for thought and provoking some thought and adding some different perspectives you know as a married couple we're friends and we want to remain friends first and so that's how we talk so you know we might say something that you would never say to your husband or never say to your wife you know what i'm saying but the goal is we always wanted to be honest. We wanted to be raw and uncut. So that was the whole point of doing this. So again, thank you everyone for listening. Um, thank you for sharing. Thank you for downloading. Um, we will see you next week. And it is what it is. Be kind. Be humble. Um, be a light. Be the change that you wish to see. Um, yeah. I'm not going to end it like Leah does because I'm not going to do it any justice. She owns that. That's 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 hers. And I don't want to have a ew moment. So I'm not going to do it. So I'm just going to end it on that note. All right. We'll see y'all next week. You know what it is. We're locked and loaded. Yeah. We're locked and loaded. Well, well, we're locked and loaded.